This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ethan Nwaneri scores an absolute stunner. Meanwhile, Gabriel Jesus has not been selected by someone. We're going to talk about that shortly. Liverpool have suffered a major blow in their hopes of winning the title with another injury of theirs, whilst Jorginho's agent has come out to speak about his future in a very positive way for Arsenal. This is the Arsenal News Show. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every single morning at 8am UK time. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, it is an absolute pleasure to speak with you. And please do drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already. Uh, We try to hit 1,000 every single day. And we've been doing it over the course of the season since, of course, we started this challenge Sometimes it's taken a bit of catch-up, but weekends are always the toughest. Always, always the toughest. Actually, that's a lie. The toughest days are the days after we don't win. That's when I need you most. But weekends, I still need you. So make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe into the channel if you're new. And turn those notifications on so you never miss a show. Let's say good morning to those joining us live in the chat box today. Uh, A1, Black Shine, Maximius, Glenn, Temi, uh, Input, Matt G, MRM, Kaiser, Sweating Merlo, Granddaddy Guna, Paul, Stevie, Louie, Lawrence, Amira, uh, Mimi, uh, Carl, Jack, uh, we've got Paul, we've got Bakary Lasagna, we've got Mr. Ree and Josh and Arthur and Darren. Thank you so much, guys and girls, for tuning in. It is very much appreciated. I hope you've had a fantastic week and welcome to the weekend. A weekend that doesn't, sadly, include Arsenal, um, which is a shame because Arsenal will have to wait until Monday to play their fixture. But it does mean that we've got a lot of action to talk about, which we will do towards the end of part one. But let's go into today's stories, first of all, with that game with Sheffield United on Monday. We did a preview show yesterday. I was joined by Tom Sable and Mike from the Gunners board and Sophie from the Highbury squad to have a good chat about that game and a lot more as well. We actually broadened out that preview show somewhat. It's the last upload, not live upload. It'll be in your normal upload section, but it will also be available on your audio platform. So if you've not checked it out, please make sure that you do. Though, we kick off with yesterday's impressive 4-2 victory in the pl 2 game at Chelsea. Chelsea, of course, known 
for having quite the impressive amount of impressive young academy graduates and uh, their academy still contains plenty of young impressive players but it was Arsenal that ran out 4-2 winners and the game included a fantastic goal from Arsenal's very own Ethan Nwaneri. It's one of those type of goals that's not a 30-yard screamer or like loads of passing moves. It's just a sublime piece of dribbling and technical skill where he takes on so many players and then has the perfect finish at the end of it. What that means for the PL2 table is that Arsenal uh, go four points clear of Chelsea into third place. They're four points behind uh, Tottenham, of course, who lead the way, but they have played two, three games less, in fact, than Arsenal. have only won... Uh, sorry, I've only drawn one game, losses none, and won 11 so far in the PL2 uh, have Tottenham. So keeping those fingers crossed that they can start dropping some points so that Mehmet Ali can continue to push that team up the table. And there was, I remember we were talking not so long ago about maybe he is being a little bit um, pressurised, maybe a bit under pressure is Mehmet Ali, but that result there will be certainly uh, helping his cause. Now, Servette uh, lost an appeal for Omar Rekic, uh, of course, Arsenal's young uh, Tunisian uh, defender um, who's been on loan with a number of teams like Wigan and Sparta Rotterdam and now had joined Servette to play some European football. However, sadly, um, the Swiss uh, authorities have confirmed that they have rejected an appeal over his registration. There was a mistake made by, uh, apparently, I think that the, the, the Servette about his registration, some issues with the registration, and they have sadly lost that appeal, which means that he could be recalled. I mean, it makes sense. He's not going to be playing many games for them. It'd be make, it'd make more sense perhaps for him to come back and play some youth games for Arsenal. It's an absolute nightmare for Omar Rekic, of course, and uh, he does seem to be moving closer towards a exit probably permanently in the summer for the moment this loan was meant to get him more in the shot in the the uh the shot window but it is uh it's been an absolute disaster uh for him sadly as well uh however uh kind of a, a leading story today or yesterday was the announcement of the brazilian national side and who has and who has not been included in that squad. Well, I can tell you that of the players in the Arsenal squad that could have been called up, Gabriel Magalhaes and Gabriel Martinelli are both there. They will play against Spain and England in the friendlies over the course of uh, the end of March. So you'll be able to see Martinelli up against Saka, uh, which could be interesting. Gabriel Magalhaes defending against Saka. That's going to be a very intriguing game indeed. Looking forward very much so to that. Meanwhile, Gabriel Jesus not called up for that fixture. And uh, I would be intrigued to see if indeed we get um, any news on whether he's going to be involved in the upcoming Arsenal games club-wise. But Gabriel Jesus not called up. Interestingly, Richarlison has been called up, despite the fact that he is going to be missing for the next couple of weeks, which we're going to address shortly. In fact, we'll address it. We might as well address it right now. We'll just do that. Well, Richarlison is going to be out apparently for the next two to three weeks. But the main news injury-wise for Arsenal's rivals is that Alisson is said to be out for potentially a couple of months. He suffered a significant muscle injury that will see him miss the majority, it seems, of the season. It's said not to be season-ending, but it, we, it is a massive, massive blow. Of course, Manchester City play Liverpool next weekend. Um, and so, therefore... He's not going to be there for that game. It is most likely that Kelleher will be playing the majority of the games between now and the end of the season. But he's done a good job, has uh, has Kelleher. But he's he's no Allison, uh, of course. But um, yeah, Mohamed Salah, meanwhile, is also going to be missing for this weekend. 
However, maybe could be back for the game against City. We will have to wait and see. They rushed him back and sadly he had a reoccurrence of that injury and maybe they should have been a little bit more careful in that regard. Jorginho's agent has been coming out and speaking about his future. He says, contract expiring in June. Arsenal have our priority. Um, and Jorginho is very happy with his teammates, with Arteta and with Edu. We will consider the proposals and decide what's the best option for his future. We know that Arsenal are hoping to agree a new contract with Jorginho for a one plus one year deal at the club, which would be a real big benefit. I think Jorginho has proved himself to be a real asset to the club and uh, an asset to the squads and for the young players as well. And that experience is going to be really important, I think, moving forward. So hopefully... Hopefully, fingers crossed, he stays. We want him to stay. We want him to stay at the club because he's been a real real solid player for Arsenal. Uh, now, just to round off part one, uh, Premier League action this weekend. As I mentioned, we have to wait until Monday uh, for Arsenal to play their game. But there is plenty of football taking place today. No early kickoffs, um, but there are plenty of three o'clock kickoffs. Brentford against Chelsea. Everton against West Ham, Fulham against Brighton, Newcastle against Wolves. The big one of the day for Arsenal is Nottingham Forest against Liverpool. Tottenham play Crystal Palace and Luton Town host Aston Villa in the 5.30 kickoff. Then tomorrow, we'll talk about these in a bit more detail and, of course, react to today's results in tomorrow morning show. But Burnley host Bournemouth in the early game. But then the 3.30 kickoff tomorrow is the Manchester derby. Manchester City against Manchester United. That, of course, has plenty of ramifications for Arsenal. So we'll be looking forward to watching that and getting all the reaction from that as well. Right, let's move to part two then. And your questions right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, part two, your questions. Uh, let's go through as many of them as we can. Uh, Matt G says, Tom, who is our most in form player at the moment? It's a great question. I think Ben White has got to be in with a shout. I think Ben White has been absolutely fantastic um, since, of course, coming into the sides uh, from that Dubai trip. I think he has been gloriously consistent. He's really has shone um, during this last month or two. I think also you've got to talk about Kai Havertz up there as well. Havertz has been producing some fantastic performances. Leandro Trossard has been very good. But I don't think you can get too much past Bakaya Saka. Bakaya Saka was facing a lot of questions at the start of the season despite scoring goals, despite contributing assists. But Saka's goals has just been silly. What has he got? Five and He scored in the last five consecutive games. I think he's got something like six or seven goals across those five Premier League games. He's been stunningly good 
Um, so Bakaya Saka, I think, probably leads the way. But there's so many players that you could talk about. Martinelli's got better. Rice has still been absolutely fantastic. Gabriel Magalhaes has been really, really good as well. Kivior has been really good as well. Got to give respect to Kivior. Erdogan's been gloriously good as well. So many players, Matt. I think Saka probably takes it at the moment. Um, but Ben White is also probably the underrated star of of the last fair few weeks as well. Uh, ben says, if you had to lose Tommy Asu or Zinchenko, who would you probably lose? Uh, probably Tommy Asu uh, out of the two. I think Zinchenko offers something that nobody else in the team does. Tommy Asu is very versatile, but his injury record for me is, is the crux. And I think it, his best position for Arsenal is probably on the left, um, at left back. And at the moment, Kivior is proving really useful to play that kind of non-inverted traditional left back sitting in tight role. So probably Tommy Asu of the two. Zinchenko is very unique in what he offers us. We'll have to see if Yuri and Timber could, though, be the player that makes that obsolete. But I think Timber will eventually maybe show more on the right-hand side and rotate with Ben White for certain games. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, G-Dog says, do you think United have a chance tomorrow? Sadly, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably in the same field as you, G-Dog. I'm not holding out too much hope. But it's a derby. Form goes out the window. Manchester United, I think, have failed to win four of the last five meetings between the two. But they have won at City in 2021. Can they do it again? We will wait and see. We'll keep those fingers crossed uh, that Man United can do us a favour. Uh, Damien says, Ben, don't get anywhere near enough love. Uh, always um, uh, always overlooked by many. Saka gets my vote too, but also Kivior has made, uh, has made no issues with Tommy and Zinni and Timber being out as well. Yeah, it's really, really solid from Kivior. He's really helped us see through this period where we've missed so many other usually starting fullbacks for us. Um, Arthur says, Tom, why can't we keep both Partey and Jorginho whilst replacing Elneny with Zibamendi and Fafana? I mean, we can, of course, but I think Partey, if we can make some money from him in the summer in the last year of his contract, we can't rely on his availability. His injury record is too poor. So I think I'd rather see us bring in two midfielders and move on Elneny and, and Partey keeping Jorginho at the club. AJ says, Tom, I never comment, but I feel it's necessary. Aren't the Arsenal playing Tottenham? Uh, tomorrow. Yes, of course, uh, is the uh, the North London derby in the WSL. Not so great news surrounding Viv Miedema, um at the moment either. And it's, it's really frustrating. I mean, she's gone through such frustrating times with, with injuries and, uh, and, and such things. Hopefully, Arsenal can bring home the results tomorrow as we push on uh, in the WSL and try and close that gap to, to Chelsea as much as we can after some disappointing and frustrating results. Um, I'm certainly hopeful, and I hope that you will be as well. I'm just trying to work out my... Do you know? You ever have it on Google Chrome where, like, you're trying to sort out... You're trying to search for something, and then all of a sudden, Yahoo comes up, and you're like, Yahoo? I don't, I don't use Yahoo. Why has it changed so randomly? It's so, so frustrating. Um, but, yeah, Viv is going to be out for several weeks after having a second knee surgery as well. Um, but looking at the WSL table just, just briefly... Um, if it will come up for me. Uh, here we go. Chelsea leading the way with 34 points. Manchester City also on 34 points. Arsenal uh, on 31 points there. Uh, Tottenham at the moment all the way down in sixth place, which is, uh, of course, good to see. Um, but tomorrow, 12.30, Arsenal against Spurs in the North London derby for the uh, WSL. Uh, Maximir says, I do feel Man United could get something tomorrow, especially since Bruno uh, is injured. His hoofball won't be on display. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I hate the guy, but I think Man United are probably better for him, even though he's not been too great. But maybe I'm 
just not appreciating how bad he's he's been recently. Uh, Tomac says, do you think Timber will start coming off the bench next month? Maybe. Um, I wrote a piece yesterday actually about the fact that even though we're not playing on the 16th, uh, Arsenal's under-21s have a game on that day where our game against Chelsea has been postponed. And I was looking at the rules. In 2022, there was a rule change that said from it going from the under-23s to the under-21s, and they've changed the old format of the system and the entire structure of the, the league as well, you can now use five players over the age of 21 and you can use a goalkeeper over the age of 21. So I'm thinking, why can't Arsenal just chuck five players that they've not had too much game time for? So Timber, Zinchenko, Tomiyasu, Partey. If they're ready and available to play some minutes in the under-21s, you could even put Raya or Ramsdale in goal. You know, I wrote the piece on it yesterday if you want to go and read it, but it's really interesting to see that, um, that five players can actually be over the age of 21 in the under-21s league. Uh, G-Dog says, do you think Timber is the long-term versatile cover for Saliba, uh, Saliba sorry, or that we need another centre-back in the summer? I assume Kivior is the cover uh, for Gabriel on the other side. Kivior is meant to be Gabriel's backup. You then got Tommy Asu, Timber and Zinchenko that can play left side. Timber, I think, is going to be a full-back. Um, so I don't really understand why. I don't really understand why. I understand why, but I don't foresee uh, the future for Timber being central. I think Timber will be playing in that middle zone. Uh, sorry, playing in those outer zones and, and the middle area will be probably taken up by another signing, perhaps. So we'll see what we do in the summer in that area. Um, Fuad says, Tom, you should head down to the Arsenal women's games when work allows. It is that second part, Fuad. It is the when work allows at the moment. I, I, I'd love to get down to, to one of them, but at the moment it is when... Um, <laughs> I cover the men's team, obviously, and that's taken up that side of things. And then, yeah, the women's uh, team playing on most of the time playing different days, but sometimes they play like literally when the men are playing at the same time. So you can never even catch both. Uh, Azrael says, Tom, do you think that we have enough depth for our defence? Who would who do you think uh, can provide cover for Saliba? Tommy is injured every now and then, and Ben White literally plays every single minute for Arsenal. I think that Ben White will cover Saliba sometimes when Timber gets back. And I think Ben White would have rotated with Saliba for some games if we had Timber available for this season. I think we would have seen Timber playing in that right-back position for some of the games, giving Ben White somewhat of a rest. So I think there's scope there. But yeah, that's, I think there's potential to see maybe another versatile um, defensive option. So let's see. Uh, Jackie says, uh, Tom, I've seen some rumours about Partey getting a new contract. Is there any truth in those? I've certainly not heard that, Jackie, at the moment. Um, so I'm not saying it's not true, I'm just saying from my perspective, I've not heard anything to suggest that he is looking to get a, or is potentially closing in on a, a new deal. Uh, Gunnar76 says, do you think Martinelli will get better service with Timber playing? I think Ben White's service has been good, um, but I suppose you're talking about on the left-hand side. Potentially, he's, he's a very progressive player, is Timber. And we did see him form a decent relationship on that left-hand side in the small burst that we got to see between Timber and Martinelli. It's difficult to know for sure because we just haven't seen enough of Timber play. When he gets back into the squad, it's going to be exciting to see what kind of impact he has on the team. Um, Lai says, Taylor Swift is an Arsenal fan and she's performing in Singapore tonight. Oh, Lai, let us know if you're going, how she does. Great to hear that she's an Arsenal fan. Um, love learning about famous Arsenal fans. It's like, could we get them on the channel? Imagine that. Taylor Swift coming on Arsenal for on the Guna Talk for a chat about the club. That'd be hilarious. Um, Ronald says, oh, how impressed has Archie Gray been of Leeds? Haven't seen too much of him. I know he's playing in midfield in their game against Chelsea. And I think I saw a, a compilation going around on Twitter 
yesterday, but uh, can't say I'm too familiar with his uh, with his forays in the championship this season. Namdo says we're approaching the March international break, and when things have fallen apart for the last three seasons, I'm looking at the April fixture list with trepidation. How about you? Uh, April was and has been something of a challenge for Arsenal, of course. But it is March that looks to be a very important month for the title race. Arsenal play Manchester City at the end of this month. Liverpool play Manchester City uh, next week. They've got the Manchester derby tomorrow. Arsenal, of course, have got had got Chelsea, but now I've had that postponed. If they can win their next two games, we've got the game against Porto as well. We've got to try and win that game and win it well as well, of course. And then April, you've got Luton at home, Brighton away, Villa at home, Wolves away, Spurs away, and potentially Chelsea at home as well if it gets rescheduled for that week between Wolves and Spurs. Wolves could also be postponed if they beat Coventry, which would open up the chance maybe to put Chelsea there if they progress through to the semi-finals there of the um, of the FA Cup. It won't be, but uh, yeah, there's certainly scope I think um, for an interesting April. That's that is for sure. We just got to keep the momentum flowing, keep it going. Uh, Tom Axe says, uh, any golf recently, Tom? Uh, I was going to be playing today. Um, sadly, the weather is is not meant to be too good. That said, it's not looked too bad today outside, but I'm assuming it's going to get worse, and that's why we called it off in the end. I was just not keen to to trudge around a golf course while it's slamming it down with rain. So uh, I did play a couple of weeks ago, my first round of 2024. Wasn't good. Um, but uh, hoping to get it back out on the course once the weather improves. Certainly in the summer, we'll be out there plenty. Uh, Wegbu says, Timber is actually going to invert from the right with Ben White playing back up to Saliba. Zinni and Tommy Asua for the left. The versatility at the back is so loaded, we have enough there already. I don't think we do personally. I think we need one more defender, and I think that's shown by the fact the injuries that we've suffered have led to us having a back four with no options. You know, we have absolutely no options. Cedric, of course, is there, and I think Cedric needs to be replaced by an actual option that we could use seriously. Um, so I do think we need one more. Uh, Boss says, I love how we love Timber and can't wait for him to come back, even though we haven't seen him a lot. To be honest, he could also be bad. Uh, it's that worry of feeling, isn't it? You you always think that you're going to overrate the player too quickly. Um, I know how good he is. I've seen him at Ajax plenty. I saw him in preseason. I know that he's a very talented player, but we don't know how he's going to respond from this injury. He could really struggle to come back from the injury, but I have fingers crossed that he'll be absolutely fine and we'll have to wait and see. As he says, Tom, could you please explain quickly the Mudrick saga? Is he coming? Is it a rumour? Or what was the crying story about? Yeah, I'll give you the roundup of it. Uh, as reported by The Athletic and Team News and Ticks, Mudrick was very, very upset that he couldn't move to Arsenal so much so that supposedly he was indeed in tears um, about the deal to Arsenal falling apart. There is said to be admirers of the player still at Arsenal, people that are said to be still keen on him and think that he's very talented and I think probably think that he's being wasted at Chelsea. Is he coming to Arsenal? I don't think so. Um, just because he's got admirers at Arsenal doesn't, of course, mean that we would sign him. I don't think Mudrick is the type of winger that we're looking at at the moment. I think Arsenal needs somebody to look at on the right-hand side rather than the left-hand side. We've got a lot of options for the left. You've got Martinelli, you've got Trossard, you've got Smith-Rowe, you've got... Jesus, who can all play on the left-hand side. Nelson, of course, as well. Whereas I think the depth for the right-hand side is something that Arsenal would be more keen on. That's why you're seeing links to the likes of Nico Williams and Pedro Neto, players that can play comfortably on the right-hand side. Um, whereas Mudrik is very much more, I think, a left-sided or left-of-centre type of, of attacking player. So I don't think he's going to, to come to Arsenal. But stranger things have happened. We've seen, I didn't think Kai Havertz would ever end up at Arsenal and now look, so there's certainly scope, certainly scope. 
Um, let's go to Darren says, Tom, are Arsenal still t- chasing Ural Hato or is he re-signing with Ajax? He will likely sign a new contract with Ajax, but that is not expected to deter Arsenal's interest in Ural Hato. The interest remains. The interest is strong. He is a player that Arsenal really like. And uh, just they were looking at him in January because it seemed as though there could be a real opportunity to land him on a, on a relatively good deal. He's going to sign a new deal. It probably won't be with a release clause and he will go for a very decent amount of money. But if you think about how much timber costs, I wouldn't expect Ural Hato to cost more than Urian Timber at £38 million because he's not played anywhere near as much as Timber. He wasn't as developed and as refined as Timber is. So if they get him, you'd think that they would be able to get him for less than that £38 million that they paid for Jurian Timber. Arsenal have got a really good relationship with Ajax. They've done plenty of deals with Ajax in the past. Players going towards that direction. Think about, um, I think it was what, uh, Doniel Marlin, I remember we got, was it from Ajax previously? Um, and I think we've seen other players um, go in that direction as well. And most recent, I think uh, Chuba Rackpom was, of course, recently. I know he didn't come directly through Arsenal, but there's that link there. And, uh, and of course, Timber, the negotiations we had with them. Of course, we did negotiate with them for Lissandro Martinez the previous summer, but that was more of a deal that Lissandro Martinez kind of scuppered more than Ajax. Ajax were more than willing to do the deal with Arsenal, but Manchester United kind of destroyed that um, as well. One Tong Soup says, Overmars, well, Overmars isn't actually at Ajax anymore because of the controversy that went on there. It's worth doing a little bit of reading around that. Not a pretty read, though, I have to say. Uh, Brea says, is there any news on Arteta's contract? Um, Club are very calm about that. Uh, Arteta's very calm about that. I expect him to sign a brand new contract with the club. Whether that's announced before the end of the season, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Temi says, are underrating? Are we underrating our players? Mudrick was sold for 82 million, but we can't get 60 million for Eddie and Ketia. <laughs> You're not getting 60 million for Eddie and Ketia. For starters, the guy's already 24 years of age. He's not playing regular football this season. Yes, he's scored a few goals. Yes, he's got some assists. Yes, he's got his England international call-up. But I think 30 million is probably the maximum that you're going to be looking to get for Eddie Nketiah at the moment. And even then, that's going to be a big ask. But let's wait and see. Let's keep those fingers crossed that we can get a very good fee for Eddie Nketiah. Um, Guna76 says, um, what? <laughs> oh, Lingua came on in my car. I forgot how good of a track that was, the bass. I was thinking, what on earth are you talking about? Yes, great tune by Subfocus, uh, if you've not already listened to it. Uh, Marin says, are there any alternatives to Hato that you know of? As in centre-halves that play on the left side that can also play left-back of that age, of that quality, of that progression? Very difficult. Very difficult. Off the top of my head, Marin, it's tricky. Tricky to come up with somebody that good. I mean, Branthwaite at Everton, I like. Left-footed centre-half. Um, that can also play, I think, as more of a fullback as well, potentially very mobile, although Erling Haaland didn't make him look very mobile either. So, yeah, there you go. Um, maybe him. Alex says, what about Jorginho Talks? Rewind to part one, Alex, and you can get an update on those Jorginho Talks um, comfortably. We'll give you an update there. And Fuad says, do you see Noineri being integrated into the first team next season? I can't see him getting loaned out, in my opinion. I mean, he hasn't been loaned out because he can't be loaned out. You can't be loaned out until you're 17. Um, So he turns 17 this month and uh, he will then sign that professional contract with Arsenal. Let's see if he gets involved with first team action. I don't want to put too much pressure on him. I'm just kind of chilling out on the whole youth integration thing. Let's wait and see. Um, Trevor says, would you pay 60 million for Eddie and Ketty? <laughs> Indeed. I, I, no, I wouldn't. Uh, Vanaduti says, uh, if we had a shock sale of a first team regular, who would you predict that it might be? 
Um, Zinchenko, maybe. There might be a bit of a shock exit, maybe, Zinchenko. Uh, other than that, I don't see an obvious candidate. So, yeah, I'd probably probably say Zinchenko. I don't think Smith Rowe is too much of a surprise anymore. Um, but, yeah, uh, we'll finish the show with this comment from Paul. who says, I'm surprised you've even heard of Taylor Swift. Hey, that is unfair. That's unfair, Paul. <laughs> Just because I don't know who Pearl Jam are doesn't mean I don't know who Taylor Swift is, all right? <laughs> it's completely unfair. Anyway, thank you so much, guys and girls, for listening. Really appreciate your time, as always. Please do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new. Please do drop a like on the video, helping us to get to that 1K every day challenge. And uh, I wish you all the best for your Saturday and for your weekend. I know I need your help on these days more than any other. Um, but thank you for listening. Also, I've kind of sorted out the camera a little bit more. Um, I'm hoping it looks better. It's not as choppy. It's not as wavy as what it was. And it should be more in sync uh, than it was previously. So I'm hoping that that looks good and that the screen and the, everything else looks good as well. So do let us give us some feedback about that and any suggestions you've got. But I think it looks a lot better than what it did before. Uh, so thank you for the support of the channel. Um, we reinvest so much to go into trying to make this better. Um, and I'm hoping that that is coming across to you as well. But thank you for listening. Have a fantastic Saturday. Stay safe, stay well, stay happy and respectful. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.